allegedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. I want to talk to you about being a hustler. Are you a hustler or are you saying I'm a hustler? You're a hustler. You're a hustler. Not like you. You're a bigger hustler than me. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're such a big hustler. You got the coronavirus from hustling so hard. No, I got the coronavirus from taking public transportation. That's that's called hustling. You mean saving a buck and using the city's resources? I was a hustler. Um, I can't. We already did. Not we on already... camera. Okay. okay. Um, I can't do that because uh, if people see this... Like right now, I could just be like, oh, we're six feet apart. Even no, though they could see we're like three feet apart. No, I, I could just. And we're in an enclosed room. There's literally no circulation. That's here. not true. There's open windows, there's vents, there's actually a glass. You could see the sweat glistening from your forehead because there's not even air conditioning in here. That's how little ventilation there is in here. You're such a hustler that you don't have air conditioning <laughs> in your podcast studio. I want to get it. It's one of the first, it's going to be the next upgrade I make. I think you'll get corona before you get air conditioning. That's my theory about you. I also want to get corona. I know you do. And that's why you brought me here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been trying to hang out with you for, since the beginning of this. I know. It's true. You're actually the first person who reached out to me. This is not a lie who said, hey, do you want to hang out? And I said, no, I have COVID. And you go, you said, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you were like, you do want to come? It blew my mind. I like looked at my phone for like maybe 30 seconds just looking at that. Like, okay, that's not, that's a hustler. That's what I thought in my mind. <laughs> that's a, this guy's, some people would say I'm a bad guy. I've had a few people who, it's never someone I know. Because I think if you know me, you know I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. But I've had people who don't know me who go, you're a selfish person and a bad person. I don't want to talk to you, and they block me. Why? Because of the COVID? Uh, because because I told them I didn't really care about COVID. Okay. Yeah, COVID-19. And we, we were talking about women before that. We don't have to talk about We could talk about women. Because you you, you've been having casual sex during the pandemic, which is something I think a lot well, of people don't talk about. I think a better term for it was I've been dating during the pandemic. No, it's not a date. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, but I I would make them dinner, order dinner, maybe we'd walk around the neighborhood. We try to make it a date. Get gotcha. ice cream, watch a movie. Okay, okay, but these are like first dates. This is like the first time you're meeting the, these people. Or second or third, you know, but yeah, it's towards the beginning of okay. when we met. But you're doing something people are either are or aren't doing. I can't tell. Dating? Yes. Well, it's one of those things where people are dating, but also a lot of people aren't. Some there's different approaches. Some people have my approach, yeah, where they're like, ah, I'm gonna live my life and take the, or you could say the country of Sweden doing the same thing, Ooh. Georgia doing the same thing now. While well, they're still practicing social distancing, but you know, people who kind of want to get things moving back towards normal and realizing that the risk of them lying, uh, dying, is very low, and that the hospitals aren't overcrowded as to what was expected, and they're kind of just not playing into all this hype and fear mongering. That the United States is, Trump. that the average sheep is. Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump. Uh, and then there's people who are like, I'm going to follow what CNN tells me to, and I don't want to risk getting it or giving it to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to stay inside and quarantine. And God. I don't hate those people. If someone wants to do that, hey, that's 
That's their life. They That's could do whatever them. they want. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to cough in their face and say you're an idiot. I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with them. I'm not going to stop talking to them. I just have having had the virus and like going through the the process of having it. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the first people I like I was quarantined a week before anyone started being quarantined. So uh-huh. I while I was sick with corona, everyone, but when you everyone were initially was t- sick, you didn't know it was corona. No, like, and I'm my sick. doctors told me it wasn't. Right there, you go. So you're like, I'm wrong. sick. I, I have it could be corona. I have yeah. a fever. I'm fucked up. I, and my fever hit 103, wow. and that's when my doctor was like, "How okay. do you know that you had a thermometer at home? I had a thermometer. With, was there lead in it? What kind of digital? What kind of thermometer? Digital, yeah. Is it the gun kind? How did you? No, I put it under my tongue. You put it under your tongue. Yeah, okay. I don't think anyone cares. About I that. care. Yeah. Why? I was trying to get all the details. Yeah, but I want to get one the thermometer more accurate. Oh, absolutely. Like if I told you it was one of the gun ones, would you be like, well, you probably didn't even have a fever? I would say, yeah, there's one, two degrees of air for room for air with the gun ones, especially when you're testing under the mouth. Right. So, yeah, it's not. It's not quite as accurate. Uh, there's room for error too with the. Uh, there's with, room for error with everything. With but everything, but more so with room. yes, because I had the nose swab when I got tested for Corona. Mm-hmm. The thing went in my nose, and into my brain. Mm-hmm. But the other one where they swab your cheek, that one I don't believe. Came out no, I didn't do it, but oh. I had friends who were hanging out with me at the time that I was contagious and then got sick like the appropriate days later and had the symptoms. And they were mm-hmm. like, well, you gave me corona. There's no way around it. Like that's what happened. And you're like, well, why don't you find out Why first? don't you find out, yeah. you know, why are you, t- why are you putting that on me? <laughs> I, I, all I did was share chips with you before I got sick. Yeah. It wasn't a crime yet, you know, mm-hmm. but now it – anyway, they got they tested negative and it's like, whoa, that's crazy because I'm – I couldn't imagine that they didn't have it, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't imagine that I wouldn't have it. I've been traveling the whole world. I've been doing stand-up throughout the entire thing. I did stand-up <laughs> the last weekend you were allowed to. Like, I was at this casino in Indio with all these old people, and every other comedy club in California was closed. And I'm like, I don't care, and I'm doing stand I did a stand-up for the weekend, was around people. I did a road trip across the country. I did everything I thought you could do to get it, and I still tested negative. Not saying that it's not very contagious, because it clearly is. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I was around someone who has it, I'll for sure have it. You don't know. But still, you might have had it. Because I they, might have. Because the antibodies test is pretty bad, as far as I can tell. Just because you're around someone with corona and because you got sick doesn't mean you necessarily had it. Or it does mean you had it, and it means that the tests are not I accurate. hope that's the case. I hope I did have it. Yeah, I think what we'll – hopefully we'll find, a, like, an actual good antibodies test and find out how many people had it, and mm-hmm. it'll be way more than we thought. That's what I think will happen. But still, the one I took is supposedly 90% accurate. <sighs> so if it's 90% accurate – Dude, when I got the antibodies test, my friend, we went together because we had both had it. Uh-huh. And we both got the antibodies test and they came – his was negative. Right. And he goes, hey, what – like I had coronavirus, so it doesn't make sense. I don't have antibodies. And they were like, well, it might be some very – Oh, he he was tested positive for, for corona. The, and still was tested negative. Set negative for antibodies. Oh, that makes me feel way better. So then he got uh, – he asked them for a second test. And they were like, no, you're probably someone who just didn't develop antibodies. Like are you – like That's not a thing. Maybe you have an immunodeficiency, maybe something like that. And he's like, no, I don't. Like, I'm I better. Would, I, I would recovered so then I would have antibodies. Right. That would mean I'm still sick from it, right? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it doesn't make sense. I am a doctor. Yeah. 
at this point. I feel like one. I have I have given so much medical advice to people at this point. I've had real doctors who I talk to look up stuff on WebMD. Oh, like wow. the rest of us. So it's but you don't go to the doctor. So what real doctors? I'll do you talk to them on my on the phone on my phone. Who are are they? Your friends? Or are they do you call? Well, hotline? my dad's a doctor. Oh, your dad's. That's my, why you don't go to the doctor. My dad's an emergency room doctor. Okay, and his approach. My whole. I mean, I don't want to put him throw him under the bus here. Yeah, but his approach. My whole life, whenever I'm sick or anything like that, isn't the work like what you think a doctor would be. Well, let's put you on this medication. Let's get you tested. Let's get you the flu shot. His approach my whole life was like, yeah, tough it out. Go to bed. Drink water. Right. That's kind of my parents. Like, they hated yeah. Western medicine. So And he doesn't hate Western medicine. He just had the lackadaisical approach of, you'll be fine. You're right. Not, you're not dying. Yeah, my mom's He's an not an, a hypochondriac. I don't, my mom's an anti-vaxxer, I think. Because she's religious, you think? Or no? Mm, yeah, I think she just really doesn't trust, like, Western medicine. And is that because? I don't know. I think she's just like Muslim? she's really into health. Mu- Muslim? Muslim? I don't think Muslims have Muslim. much of a anti-Western medicine. Anti-medicine. I think they're anti-Western everything. Right, but Western medicine is also like Eastern medicine now. It's all the same medicine. Um, yeah, but they know where it comes from, and we don't. The West. R- right, but and I'm just anti-West. saying, like, if if you're in Saudi Arabia and and you like stub your toe or something, you're they're gonna like give you some Western medicine for stubbing your toe they're gonna give you western medicine chop- i've never had western medicine for stubbing my toe they're a chop off your toe when was the last time you stubbed your toe i can't remember it's been years i think since i stubbed my toe i don't know i think i stubbed my toe recently you did yeah did it still feel as bad as when you were a kid and stubbing your toe or does uh, it get better over the years no it still feels no it feels worse worse yeah because you're not used to it do you think stubbing your toe is a masculine quality or a feminine quality um <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of fluid, actually. You think it could be either one? Yeah. You didn't, wouldn't put a gender on it. Well, what do you mean? Like, if you see someone stub your toe who's a man, are you going to be like, damn, what a what a pussy? Kind of. Or do you, <laughs> when you picture, just if you closed your eyes and pictured someone stubbing their toe, do you picture a man or a I woman? I picture my toe. I picture my Your dick. own toe. Yeah, so yeah. So to you, it's a masculine quality then, kind of. I don't think it really applies to this uh, gender, like, <laughs> norm. So you think that... M- M- Muslims. Muslims, Muslims. If a Muslim stubs their toe, you will. It, they will take it off. You think they'd take a Tylenol? No, they'll ta- they'll remove the toe. They <laughs> ship it to America, where the toe can be properly examined by a medical doctor. Someone told me that you weren't born Muslim and you became Muslim after 9-11 as a joke. Is that is there any me truth specifically to that? Me specifically or you, you mean Muslims in general? No, you specifically. Okay. Is there any truth to that? That's not true. Someone, I heard that. I'm not saying I didn't say it because I, I don't spread rumors, but I just wanted to find out, settle it right I here. I was now. born Hasidic Jewish. I was raised, I had a kippah. Uh-huh. I had a bar mitzvah. Okay. And But before I had a bar mitzvah, 9-11 happened. And the theme of my bar mitzvah was, I'm converting to Islam. Seriously? Yeah. So that's true. You yeah. did. You converted to Islam right after 9-11. They, it was a very weird bar mitzvah. They held me on a chair that was like, and then they crashed the chair into a tower. I always thought, I always thought that was a rumor, like there's no way that was a thing. It's true. 
It's not true. <laughs> you made that up. Who yeah. told you that? <laughs> I made it up. Matt Lockwood? <laughs> yeah, I made it up. You're right. And these girls that you're having sex with during the mm-hmm. pandemic, now they... Are, now, are you wearing a condom at least? I try not to. That's, I mean, not, that's not okay anyway. You, really, you wear condoms? You religiously if wear I don't, condoms? No, if I don't know do you, somebody. Which do you keep practice more, fasting on Ramadan or wearing condoms? Which do you kind of take more seriously? About the same. <laughs> so fairly serious. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I understand the principle. And I respect the principle. I understand the principle of wearing condom. And my the logical side of my brain knows the smartest thing you could do would be to wear a condom. You know you're not allergic to them. Some people would say, well, what if you're allergic to latex? I'm not. Right. So it would it would lower the chance of what getting are, an STD are allergic to or stuff. pregnancy. <laughs> I'm allergic to dust. Yeah, that's... And I get... I sneeze. What do you mean you're allergic to dust? That's what I'm allergic to. That's I took, not... <laughs> I took... Um, that's like saying I'm allergic to plants. Pollen. It's a yeah. specific type of dust that you must be allergic to. I don't think there's more than one kind of dust. Dust just dust makes people sneeze. Yeah. That's not That's, allergic. Yeah. No, I'm allergic, but I sneeze a little more than the average person from dust. That just means your nose is bigger. Uh, I mean, my nose is probably a little above average, but it's not huge. You got some nasty flow coming in. I can tell. Right now? Like, just in general. You're probably breathing in, like, twice as much air as the average human. Well, that would mean I'd have a really good nose. Yeah, I'm just saying. Thank you. You're not allergic to dust. I am allergic you to dust. You just have a big nose. No, I'm allergic to dust. <laughs> Nobody's um, allergic to dust. I am. I change my pillowcases twice as often as the average person does. I do wear they, I do wear condoms. I just want to make that clear. And I and I fast for Ramadan. I do too sometimes. If the girl makes me. Um but you're doing it f- for yourself, right? Mm, I mean, are we being honest here or are we being like what we want? you know, responsible. Uh, it's up to if, you. If I'm being honest, yeah. I don't like the way condoms feel. Everyone would agree. They make sex probably, I'm not exaggerating, 50% worse for me, less enjoyable. Wow. Still enjoyable, but probably 50% less enjoyable. Right. And if I trust that person that I'm with, which hopefully if you're making love to a woman or having sex with a man or whoever you're having sexual intercourse with, hopefully you trust that person. Because if you don't trust them, why are you doing that to begin with? So I, before we have sex, I try and build a trusting relationship. And if we're on a trusting relationship and they tell me that they're clean of STDs <laughs> and we have the talk, then I trust them and I don't wear a condom. And if... I think that, oh, shit, maybe a little pre-ejaculation, pre-cum goes inside them or cum. We take the morning after pill. And in an even perfect, more perfect scenario. We take the pill. See how problematic that is? No, it's kind of like I go through it with her together. I go to the market with her. I pay for it. It's like it's a journey we're going on together. Even though you're right, at the end of the day, she has to take it and she has to do that damage to her body. I agree. Yeah. But it's still, I try and be involved in the process as much as I can try to be there for her emotionally. Yeah. If you got me pregnant, mm-hmm. I would definitely get take. rid of it. And <laughs> especially with all this dust talk. You say that like you're insulting me. I want you to get rid of it. I know, but I'm specifically saying because of what you said about dust. Because you don't want your kids to be allergic to dust? No, because, that's why? because that's not the, a thing. So it's like... I, it is a thing. You can't be allergic to dust. I'm allergic to dust. <sighs> and in an even more perfect world, hopefully I, f- I match with a lady... Who's also allergic to dust. Who is pro-abortion and mm-hmm. anti-life. 
pro-abortion yeah. and anti-life. Right? Because you're not talking about pro-choice. You're talking about I don't. Wouldn't people who are yeah. pro-abortion be considered anti-life? Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, and I'm anti-life. So hopefully, the young lady who I'm with, or thirty-year-old, whatever, whatever young lady is thirty-year-old lady considered a young lady. Yeah. The lady I'm with. Yeah. Is anti-life. Right. And but so if God forbid. You're we anti-all life or just your own. Offspring? Just my own seed. Yeah. Yeah. Spreading my seed. I don't well, want a baby. You don't want to spread that? Not right now. Not at this Not point right in now. my life. Yeah. Me, me, down the road, I can't say. Maybe. Hmm. But at this point in my life, I'm anti my own life. Seed. Seed life. Is there like uh, when when you're hooking up with someone during a pandemic? Is there is there rubbing alcohol? Like, are you sanitizing? No. Does she ask if the sheets have been cleaned? No. Does she ask if you've been sleeping with other people? No. If she asks that, I kick them out. <sighs> no, no one's asked that. It's just if a girl's coming over to date during this, yeah, they're not the type of girl that cares about that stuff, right? And I'm not the type of guy that cares about it because then it, the whole date's uncomfortable. Hey, uh, do you mind? Yeah, like we're getting hot and heavy. Hey, would you mind just uh here, just put out your hands for a sec? Yeah, that's. What's the bigger turn off than that? What makes your dick go softer than that? Maybe Nothing. you get lube that also is you know antibacterial. It kind of knocks. I found out the hard way that they're not the same. <laughs> when I was about eleven, I found that out. Right before nine. When you're eleven, you're looking for anything in the house that could be lube. Oh, and you used Trump talks about bleaching. To get rid of the corona, I found out at 11 you shouldn't put bleach in your body. I had sex with a few objects in my home. <laughs> that <laughs> A bleach bottle. <laughs> um, no, just some toys, just some like weird like, you know, you get that toy that's like a, a, a plastic thing that's kind of full of water and it like wraps into itself. What toy is this? Oh, uh, I don't know what it's called. You know. Is it soft or is it hard? It's soft. It's like it's like full of water. I think I know. What you're and it's like it's it's like a long tube. I think I do. And know it what kind you're of about. folds into itself. So you grab it and it like falls out of your hand. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that didn't work good. No. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the specifics. You just remember. I just remember not trying. A tool you I remember like. Sure. I think everyone's tried that. Yeah. There's just certain things where you're like, wow. I've been, I I like. I just realized that I could fuck that. So what did you find was the best sex object, um, non-conventional sex object? I don't know, man. Let me think. I guess I had my dad's wallet. I used to, like, borrow my dad's wallet. Did you use lubricant between the wallet? Uh, yeah, it was a fold wallet, so I could use that. So you're not – this isn't real. I used um, – oh, banana peels, they say. You've never used a banana peel. No, but I've heard – what no? What did you use? What did you personally? I personally, I was always just like a regular hand hand guy. Yeah, smart. Man. Always been smart. I have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Even in your horniest state, you're smart. You use a condom. Use your hand. Yeah, it hasn't always been. Very Sometimes mature. I haven't. I've I've not used condoms before, and I've also used my dad's wallet. So I'm not perfect. Right. You experimented with your dad's wallet. I wrote out some questions for you. I did some research. I'm just going to pull those up. All right, I didn't man. memorize them. God, I feel like we were just like, we're on the edge of like some really interesting conversations. And then we just go into like. Sex. And fucking, corona. 
That's just men, dude. That's how men are. I did this charity work today. Really? What? Tell us about that. Um, it's called Showers for Hope. They set up a shower station for homeless people. Oh, that's nice. And um, and we give them food and clothing as you well. You went there and did that? Yeah, I volunteered there today. Oh, let me know next time. I'd love to do that. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're, How, we're good. Are you? Oh, you make those decisions? I will. You're saying you don't want me to go? I think we're cool. Why? Is I, your thing? You don't want anyone else to do it? There's just a lot of dust around uh, clothing. <laughs> You're being mean right now. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you should come. It's really cool. It feels really good right now to like do something positive. That no, sounds great. Um, yeah. Now, do you feel gross after? Like, Do you immediately shower when you get home from volunteering? I, come, like I came that? straight here. So, oh, so no, so you don't feel that gross. I will shower later, but sure. I didn't have time to go home and shower. But you also weren't like, hey, Ari, I need to go home and shower real quick. No, so no, you don't no. feel that gross. No, right? no, 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 no. Cool. I'm not really a germaphobe. I don't really like, you know, I don't, I, I'm not like weird about like, uh, like How homeless you, people. Um, I mean, but some homeless people are so dirty that if you were touching them and around them. Well, one of them was started coughing today and they had to ask him to leave. Oh, because they thought that was he a might sad, have it. That was sad. Yeah. Now, how did you get involved in this program? My friend Dan with? Donahue, he's a, he's a comedian. He mm -hmm. invited me. So he's involved too. Are there a lot of younger people that help out there? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like Dan's kind of like recruiting his friends to come help. Cool. Yeah. Sounds great. I love showering. Yeah, and, you and don't get to shower. You, you, the no, homeless I know, but it sounds like a cause I would get behind because mm -hmm. when I see homeless people, this, I'm being genuine right now. You when want I, them to shower. Well, I want them to shower, but also when I think about being homeless, that is one of the biggest deterrents for me from becoming homeless is I need a steady shower source. Yeah, I, I hear you. So it's definitely a program that I believe in just from hearing about it briefly from you. Well, I mean, most of these people go to the gyms to they, a lot of homeless people, I think have a gym membership, like to the Y or something. But a lot don't too. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of people were showering and then suddenly couldn't oh, because the gyms this. were closed. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So there was just, was an increase in demand for the shower situation. Are you looking for the perfect gift for your mom? or dad or grandparents during this crazy time, I'm not able to visit them as often as I'd like to, which is why I love the skylight frame. It's a touchscreen photo frame you can email photos to and they appear in seconds so mom or your other loved ones can see your favorite moments. Right now, staying in touch with the people you love is more important than ever. And the easiest way to do it is with Skylight, a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. Multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way to keep a large network of families in touch. Since me and my family are so far from each other, I got them a skylight, and it's been great to keep them updated on what I'm up to, especially since they aren't as good with technology as some of my friends are, so I'm not able to text them photos or send them DMs on Instagram. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash therapy and enter code therapy. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash therapy and enter code therapy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash therapy, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Support Skylight Frame and support me and unlicensed therapy. Let's get back to the show. Do you love your commander-in-chief? No. <laughs> We're not on the same page about anything today. I think we are. I mean, you, ugh.
Do I love our commander in chief? Yeah. No. I don't even like him. Do you consider yourself to be an American? It's not like I love Obama. It's not like I love. Oh, you didn't? No. I thought everyone in LA loved Obama. No. Oh, you mean you didn't, you weren't in love with Barack Obama? I wouldn't even say I loved him. Did you love him as I started feeling a little bit of love for Bernie Sanders, a little bit of like, uh, yeah, an emotional. But in like a grandfather type of way. Well, he has a lot going for. He's very cute. Yeah, he's cute. He's just like Jewish, also Jewish. Very Jewish. Yeah. And also little. Is he little? How tall is Bernie Sanders? I actually don't know the answer. It doesn't to that even question. matter how tall he is because yeah. he's, he's just, just hunched and yeah, he's just he's old. like a hunched old man. Yeah. Yeah. But would you mm. argue that he's close to being a communist? Bernie? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I think you're right. I'm going to go on to the next question. Okay. Dude, it's crazy that North Korea, like everyone's so short up there. Yeah. Do, do you, you think it's because of that? malnutrition? Yeah. Because That's why? if North Koreans escape and go to South Korea. They get taller? No. They, <laughs> they're just shorter. Like, you know someone's from North Korea. They because look different. So little. Yeah. Yeah. And so South Koreans are really South Korean. Someone goes, are you from North Korea? And they're like, no, I'm just little. I bet it is a stigma to be short in South Korea. People are like, what the fuck? People hate on Trump. He's the only president to ever get that close to North Korea. That's commendable. That's one command. I'm not saying he deserves a Nobel. It doesn't matter what you think about him. That's commendable. Yeah. I guess. I mean, who knows what they were really doing up there? What you're saying is. It could have been just a political move. When you think about that, do you love Trump? No. What? Got defensive. You said no in a defensive way. You I could have just been like, nah. Well, you're trying to trick me. I wasn't trying to. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> you're a hustler. I'm not a manipulative little. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to get some promo clips for my podcast. Okay. Would you mind just turning to any of the cameras and saying, this is the best podcast I've ever done? Yeah. Which one? Any of them? There's no camera over there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That one. Just say, hey, my name's Ahmed Weinberg, and this is the best podcast I've ever done. Hi, my name's Ahmed Weinberg. Um, wait, what is it? Say, my name's Ahmed Weinberg, and this is the best podcast I've ever done. <sighs> Just for promo. Okay, but what if I'm lying? Uh, Not that I necessarily am. Just Yeah, just for promo. I've never had anyone complain about this. Okay. Usually they just do I'm it. I'm being, yeah. Okay. You're being difficult. Okay. Yeah. I don't know which one I want. Okay. Yeah, right there. Hi, my name is Ahmed Weinberg, and this is the best podcast I've ever done. Perfect. Thank you. That was great. You made it weird. You made it weird. You've done that one? No. Oh. Well, yeah, I would agree. That's probably a better podcast to do. He's nicer than me. It's You'd get way more people who know about you from doing it. Maybe, but also we probably have we probably had like a more um, honest and friendly conversation because we're friends. Me and you or you and Pete? You and I. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. This um, was great. Yeah, I'm okay. just messing around. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's still great. We're, going, we're not stopping. Okay. Uh, are you and Pete our friends too though, right? I don't know him. Oh, you don't? I've met no. him a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, not to say we're friends. I doubt he'd even remember my name. <laughs> I've met him a couple times, and he was really nice. Yeah. The two times I met him. Because I've heard some mixed things about him. He was like, when I first moved to L.A., he he had just moved here from New York, I think. 
and I, he was one of the first people I saw live that like kind of blew my mind. Oh, you loved you were a big fan. Was, yeah, and his podcast in the beginning, I like I listened to like every episode for a there while. Was, yeah, he had some good episodes, incredible some good Dimitri Martin episode, and yeah, I really loved his interview with Kyle Cease. Did you ever hear that one? Mm-mm. Do you know who Kyle Cease Mm-mm. is? Kyle Cease was he has a really interesting story to me. He was a pretty respected comedian in the early 2000s. Uh, he had a Comedy Central half hour when those were, you know, the shit to get. I mean, they're still cool to get, but when they were made you into a theater act and really, were really Right, important. when they mattered. Yeah, when they mattered a lot. He had one. And he was respected and funny and all that stuff and had a decent growing fan base. And then he started a comedy school, which are kind of disrespected in stand-up. But he wanted to make, like, the first legit comedy school so he would get real headliners as the teachers. He had Ralphie May come give lectures and stuff like that. And he was trying to make a legit stand-up comedy course mm-hmm. that taught you the business of stand-up. Mm-hmm. And Doug Stanhope shit all over him for it. <laughs> and Doug Stanhope's shitting on him went a lot more viral than his real comedy course. Yeah, And so because of that, his reputation in stand-up kind of instantly just went out the door and he was like the guy who started a comedy school as opposed to the good comedian. Right. And he quit stand-up, was really sad. He quit stand-up and became a motivation. Now he's a pretty successful motivational speaker. Wow. So he was never a real comic at all. Well, he in his height of his success, he was more successful than you and I. Right. In comedy. Right. But yeah, he quit, so I guess he didn't really love it. I mean, Carlos mm-hmm. Mencia got shunned, and he's still doing it. Yeah. I wonder how old I'd have to be to like take a loss and just quit. If I, I, if I, I was young, I don't think I would I be I think like, he was in his mid-30s. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was probably a little older than us. Not too much. Yeah. He I don't mean to shit on it. I, never, I don't even know who this guy he, is. I don't, I've never met him either. He yeah. sounded like a nice guy, but I remember knowing who he was and watching his Comedy Central Half Hour and the podcast, and, the Pete Holmes podcast, was before. He, no, it was after. It was, it was after like Stanhope. After he became a motivational speaker. Oh, that's interesting. It was interesting. like a couple years ago. Wow. And you just heard the whole story because I always kind of wondered what happened to that guy, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Interesting. So it was a great interview that I just spoiled, but. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds interesting. And okay, here's another question. I have mold on the roof of my shower. Mm-hmm. Do you have any good remedies for that? Um, you ever have you ever encountered something like that? Yeah, I just buy stuff at Home Depot and just spray it on and just kind of scrub it with a sponge. They have mold spray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like uh, four, what's it called? Four hundred five or three. Oh, like, just like a yeah. regular cleaner. Yeah, just yeah. a multi-use spray. You spray it on there and just scrub it with a sponge. Well, you want to get something a little more heavy duty, probably for the mold. Okay, good to know. Yeah, sounds like you're not an ex- expert on that, but still, I'm glad I asked. Thanks. You look like uh, you use boogie boards. <laughs> really? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> You're a boogie boarder? Um, I mean, not currently, but I've I've never surfed. That's what I thought. I want to look s- at you. I, why? I think that I don't know why. You just it, look like uh, a boogie boarder, not in a bad way. In a bad way. No, sure. not in a bad way. Well, yeah, I don't. Um, Maybe some bodyboarding as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Growing up in Jer- in, in Philly, we would go to Jersey and I would do some boogie boarding and some bodyboarding. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm ready for surfing. I've I'm going to go surfing with you. Really? Yeah, let's do it. Do you surf? Go to, yeah. My, I used to be a surf instructor. It was my first job when I was 16 to about 19. Wow. I would teach little kids how to surf. Wow. I've never taught a grown man, but I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can go to my parents' house in San Diego, and that's where I keep all my surfboards because I like surfing down there so much, but I don't surf that much anymore. Is it open, the beach? Uh, we could sneak in, and we can grab the boards and just go. Right now would be a great time. Bro, can you believe you can get a ticket for surfing? I know, right? Like, but that'd be a cool ticket to get. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's also like... It sounds like a Jack Johnson lyric. Just you like could post in that the future, in the future you'll get. Yeah, you could post. You could get a lot of likes. Yeah, I shred worth it. It sounds like a sign of the apocalypse. It's like, yeah, and you'll get tickets for surfing. Right. Yeah, you never would have thought that your whole life. Like, who would ever think that? It's wild. Hey, um, don't do that. That's what the government says. <laughs> hey. You know you what get you're tickets doing? for laying on the beach, not even serving. You can get tickets for being on a towel on the beach with no one around you. Yeah. And they could be like, yeah, it's closed. You know, I've been doing- you're like, what am I doing wrong? They're like, you you know, right. you're not listening. Well, you know what's weird about LA? Because all the parks are closed technically. Right. They're not. Yeah, no one cares. No one seems to care. Well, Griffith Park's pretty strict, but like there's just a bunch of parks where you just go. You park on the street, you walk in, a bunch of people there. That's it. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Of course. As long as you're not being an idiot. As long as you're not near someone. Yeah. If you're by yourself walking around at a park and no one's around you. What else are you going to do? Yeah. It's actually healthier to do that, to be outside and get some vitamin D. God, you're you're fucking smart. I saw that video where you play um, like an attractive everyman. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. They they picture, they, you play the guy that all the girls want to be with kind of. Kyle Mazzono's video. Yes, that yeah. one. What's that called? Drem Guy. It's called Drem Guy? Yeah. What's Drem mean? It was just how she said dream in, oh, when they Drem. shot it. Got I it, think. got it. Drem Guy. Okay. So I watched that. Yeah. And I noticed that I've been more attracted to you ever since I watched that. Is that true? Yeah. Do you find that to be normal? Have you had girls that came out of the woodworks after that video? Um, No. Is that the, Did I say that term right? Woodworks? Came out of the woodworks. Is that the word? Woodworks? Came out of the woodwork. Woodwork? Yeah. That's what it is. What does that mean? I mean, I know what it means, but what, how did that term come? Woodwork? Came I don't know. Maybe you're building a house and like, you know, just sometimes a girl just pops out I of the I feel floor. like I'm saying it wrong. Is it woodwork? I think woodwork. Came out of the woodwork. I wonder where that came from. Anyway. No, but maybe I should send that to someone if I like them. If, if you like them, here's what I would send it. So let's say you like the girl. She kind of, you're flirting a little bit and she goes, I've never seen your stuff. You should send me something. You send her that. Boom, you're in. Yeah, that was a fun sure. video to shoot. It was just like, just improvised. I liked it. It was one of my favorite ones of you and it. I've been more attracted to you ever since. Wow. Thanks. No homo. It's directed by Lizzie Sanford. Lizzie Sanford. See? There you go. Yeah. I support female directors. That's what that goes to show you. Who says I don't? I just proved I do. Um, he does. If you weren't in the entertainment business, comedy... What would you do? Mm. What's another job that looks fun to you? That you're like, mm. I would do that for my life. I don't know. That's a great question, dude. Like when I was in college, I kind of toyed around with like, I was like, man, could I be a doctor? Doctor? You know, you see people like go to pre-med mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, look at those people. They're like heading towards a career. Sure. 
It looks nice. Absolutely. And I like the idea of being a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's very like you make a lot of money and you do something good. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I even would have had the, just the, the mental chops. chops. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you put your mind to it, you could, it might be hard. It might be a big challenge, but I believe you could have done that. Now you couldn't. But now maybe you, also I could be a park ranger. Also sounds good. Not as, nearly as much money. No, but. I don't think park rangers make a lot of money. Yeah, I think they get to live in the park. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No. Yeah. It sounds like a cool job. I agree. But it doesn't sound... Might get lonely out there, though. I think I came from too good of an upbringing to be a park ranger. Mm. Even though I make less money than a park ranger does now, the potential, I have the potential to make more, I think. And a park ranger, you don't have potential to make a lot of money. Even right. at the it, highest peak of being a park ranger. Probably caps out around 75K a year. And yeah. Then, and then they just start giving you extra beans or like... Chopping, right. Like, yeah, you could probably steal canned goods and there's perks, I'm sure. Yeah. Free skins, like animal hides. Yeah, that you take from poachers and stuff, right? Things or, like that. Or you're like you, you're like you meet a girl and you're like, hey, I could get you a season pass at Yosemite. Right, I can get you a hi- the, whatever hiking pass you want. Yeah, if you play your cards right. <laughs> well, that seems kind of like a threat. No, 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 it's not a threat. It's saying I could hook you up. I also don't have to hook you up. Hmm. A threat would be it's like... It's not a threat. You're right. A threat would be like, hey, if you don't fuck me, you will not get a pass, a hiking pass. Right, but is, is that kind of what you're saying? No. I'm saying if you fuck me, you'll definitely get one. Uh, That's bad? No, I don't know. I don't it know anymore. Be, it's definitely not good. It's not good. It's definitely not good. And I'm not a park ranger, so if you're mad at me right now, you're getting mad at a hypothetical scenario that's never going to happen. Grow up. How many people listen to this? Uh, a few hundred, like 800 to 1,000 average. That's cool. If I have a bigger guest, it's more, but I think for you, about 800 to 1,000. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Is this a good episode? Yeah, it's great. If you could hook up with the hottest girl in the world, mm-hmm. but you had to do it with me as your friend by your side, would you do it? You're hooking up with her also? No, I'm just by your side. With standing? Sitting, standing. I'm just like, let's, yeah, let's say for That's example. a big, that's, that I need to know if you're sitting or standing. I'm switching between the two positions depending and, on how I'm feeling. And are you like, are you talking? I'm allowed to talk. Yeah, I'd probably talk, chime in here and there like you're doing a good job or, <laughs> or try this. Maybe I'm like coaching you a little bit. But it's the most, be- it's like the most beautiful woman in the world and you really connected with her too on an emotional level. And you have the chance to make love to her, but I ha- I'm there by your side as a friend. Would you do it? I think yes, because also it would. I think I would last longer. Oh, with you, true. With you'd you perform there. better. Yeah, not because I'm not because I want to impress you, but I would be so right. kind of turned off. Sure. No, I understood that it would just. <laughs> I understood what you meant. Yeah. Um, and also, but you have to realize too the same effect would happen for that girl. So even though you were performing better, it still wouldn't be more enjoyable for her. If that makes sense. She'd probably want to end quicker. So she'd probably want you to perform a little worse. Mm, Interesting. So it might hurt you in that scenario. I I wonder how she, like why she agreed to this. Um, She's like, maybe she's religious. She's just, she's like, hi, I'm an ultimatum girl. (laughs) I'm here for all your ultimatum (laughs) needs. Maybe, maybe she's getting a large sum of money. Maybe. See, but that's, I wouldn't fall in love with a girl that was doing that. Well, you wouldn't know about it. She tricked you. Oh, damn. No, I'd know. (laughs) <laughs> you'd, you'd be able to tell. I'd be able to suss it You out. know a prostitute when you see one. I know when I'm getting conned and okay. this podcast. 
Never mind. Please understand me. Yes. Series that you got to make with Comedy Central. Is that correct? No, we made that through uh, with for Facebook. That's right. I but apologize. now it's on Amazon Prime. Facebook Watch was where I originally saw it, but now it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's no longer on Facebook or it's on both? Mm, I don't know if it is. I just send most people to Amazon. Sure. It's easier. Um, but okay, so it's on Amazon, potentially Facebook Watch. Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through that on the Amazon link and it says starring Sarah Silverman. Mm. But I would say that you're the star of it. But her name's before you, yours. Does that offend you at all? No, that's just how that's just how it works. She's, Why? she's a big name. IMDb doesn't work that way. They put the star up top. She's a bigger name, but that doesn't mean she's the star of it. Her name could be in the credits. I'm not saying she's not involved, but star, I'd say you're the star and punky. Mm. I'd say your punky should be number one. Yeah, but the, like the reason that they, do, I mean, I don't have to explain this. You know, they're trying to sell I, it. Yeah, but they're trying to get offend, people to watch does it. Does that offend you a little bit? Does it offend me? No, because I understand. And that's nothing against Sarah. I'm just saying, yeah. I, as a viewer, yeah. I watch it. You're the fucking star. I know. Your name should be first on that call sheet. It was. It should be first on that Amazon sheet. It's not. But that's people People scrolling through. They need to see. So you're happy about it because you think it'll get more eyes this way. Yeah. I don't know if it did at the end of the day, but prob- I, probably. Probably did. Probably it, did get more eyes. Well, I think it helped uh, yeah. her being her being attached as, as an executive producer. Definitely helped. Helped us get it made. But also the starring thing probably helped more people watch it because they're like, oh, let me check this thing out. But then it might have made them more disappointed when they saw that she wasn't starring in it. Maybe. I bet she would have eventually done an episode if we got to continue. Yeah. But she's the narrator, so she is starring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So that answered that. Was that a bad question? I feel like it was a good question. That was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of the top Google searches for you. This is interesting. This oh. is pretty cool, actually. Okay, okay. So when I Google search Ahmed Weinberg, uh-huh. have you ever searched your own name? Be uh, honest. Yes. Me too. Um, when you search Ahmed Weinberg, one of the terms that pops up after is Ahmed Weinberg wife. Oh, is that right? Now, is that because of Please Understand Me, where you marry Punky? Or is it because a lot of girls have crushes on you from the word – the the other video we talked about earlier, I forget the name of it already. I bet uh, um, perhaps and a lo- they're attracted to and they're seeing if you have a wife. Um, I think it's more so the latter, but I will specify that I probably have a lot more Muslim fans than most comedians. And that's probably got a lot to do with it. That Do you like that? Having a lot of Muslim fans? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, sometimes I'll post something that's a little crass and the, I'll mm. see some followers drop off and I'll be like, I lost a few Muslims well, on that one. fan to begin with. Yeah, but I don't, you know, my mom's a Muslim and mm. I know that she would be offended sometimes at some things and but she'll never stop following she, me and I know I was going to she doesn't follow you on Twitter anyway. Uh, she's not on Twitter. Exactly. No. Yeah, but on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool when I saw one of the big terms of the Hamid Weinberg wife. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, so people want to know if he's married. Well, they, people want to know more so how Muslim I am. That's like a big because if you were really question. Muslim, you would be married. Why or what was that? What do you mean? Yeah, they like they kind of want to know. Yeah, probably if I'm dating, they want to know if I'm drinking. They want to know if I'm, uh, you know, having premarital sex. Like all the all the things you want to know about like a, a semi-Muslim celebrity. That's gross to me. Hey, that they want to know all those things. Like, relax. Well, just they, let him be a, a person. How about that? Uh, well, they let want, him live his life. They want to know if I'm a real Muslim or not. But you are a real Muslim. Yeah, I think so. 
just because you're not super religious. I'm not super religious. Doesn't mean you're not a real Muslim. Right. Muslim. How do you yeah. say it? Muslim. Muslim? Yeah. Is Muslim incorrect? Yeah, it's like a muzzle. It sounds bad. But that's how most people, Americans say it, Muslim. Right? Muslim. Yeah, Muslim. And that's incorrect. Muslim. Is Muslim incorrect or is it just not how Muslim. Muslims say it? Muslim. But is Muslim incorrect or is uh, it just a different way? Is it how Americans say it? How pronounced in America? I guess it's just how it's pronounced. But a lot of people make the mistake. They say, oh, are you Arabic? Is Arabic's a language, bro. You're, there's no Arabic people, though? There's Arab. Arab people. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think, luckily, I don't think I've said it. You say, are you Muslim? I can understand Some why people go, are you Islam? Is that incorrect That's as well? incorrect. Yeah. Are you Islamic? Is that you could say, are you Islamic? Are you Islamic? That's yeah. what you say. See, it's, you it's have confusing, to admit, It's a little confusing. Arabic, Arab, Islamic, Islam. It's very confusing. So, like, I'm not going to hate someone for that. It's all about their their intent. It's kind of like, I was, uh, which brings me to my next topic. I was going to talk about mm. that short film you released on your Instagram. It's called... Uh, sorry, I asked. Yeah. And, thank and, and you. one of those characters, Henry, uh, what's his last name? Phillips. Henry Phillips, really funny. Yeah. Uh, comedian. Yeah. Has a lot of television credits and movie movie credits and stuff. He's great. And he was great in the short film. But he kind of plays that guy who, well, what's funny is he plays a, a guy who you might say is ignorant, but he's actually do, not really ignorant from what I watched because he was right in every scenario. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted to poke fun at was right. like how people can. Kind yeah. of come off as ignorant, but a but lot of the not. times they're right. Right. But he, he's ignorant in that he's not like – he's not being respectful of, of like how he's asking people. But I thought he kind of was respectful. Well, he's – I mean you wrote it, so you took it as disrespectful, but – He's he, making assumptions like about Jose – like just because he's Mexican. That, yeah, that was a little disrespectful because he goes, I bet he's illegal and I bet he's a janitor. That yeah, part that, is disrespectful. That, you, you would never say that to someone even if you were probably right. But uh, for me, for what he says about me, yeah, like, your part was why is your name weird? Yeah, that's not disrespectful. That's my whole life. Yeah. I don't find that disrespectful at all. Right. Especially like, you know, if, if someone's drunk or high on cocaine or something, they'll just say like, what? It, why don't you don't look like that? You know, they'll be very like – abrasive about it now why did that short film you said it didn't get released why we, didn't it get released yeah we made that to try to use it the as pitch. a pitch tool to uh -huh. sell a, a larger tv show about but, myself and you had a plan well eventually i'll release it if it doesn't get picked up and that happened or why did why did i just why did to it, release yeah, it why did it, you wait a year or whenever you shot that this happened to me twice it happened with raspberries as well my first okay. short film where uh -huh. i finished something okay and i just don't like it I just you didn't like raspberries? I liked it, but I kind of was you like... You didn't love it. I didn't love it when I finished it. So and you're like, I don't want to release it. I had it. just spent like months working on it. Like months hours, and money. Hours. Looks like because the production quality is pretty high. So you probably spent at least a little money on it. I spent... Uh, uh, raspberries cost probably around $4,000. And what about but what about this one? It was around fifteen. Fifteen thousand. 15000 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you didn't love it. So you're like, I'm not going to release it, even though you spent fifteen grand on it? Mm -hmm. That's wild. Could you imagine... Spending 15 grand and then going, well, I'm going to bury that. Well, it's crazy to think about, but I, I had in the back of my mind, I'm like, I should release this. But I, I also got down on myself because the networks that we showed it to didn't want the show. Sure, and I'm so like, I guess you. this is bad. I guess I don't want to release this. And I don't know. And I, se I sent it to friends as mm -hmm. well. And I didn't get like super positive feedback. I like raspberries better. 
But I didn't think this was bad. It's not bad. It's just yeah. not my best work. And it's, it, yeah, it wasn't like the best thing you've ever made, but it's definitely... It's just a little something. The production quality is great. Yeah, it looks good. There's um, moments in it that there's I'm There's moments that, I'm proud that are great. Of. Yeah. Um, I had a couple issues with it I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Um, at the end, these mm-hmm. are the two... The very... There's the last, like, 10 seconds of the film. He says, hey, uh, your, what's your friend's name in it? Ismail. Ismail says... Um, do you want to go? What do you say? Do you want to go back and eat food and play Zelda? Yeah. Is that the last word? Yeah. Do you want to eat? What do you say? Eat pizza? Uh, Chinese food. You want to eat Chinese food and, and play Zelda? And, and you're like, yeah. And you go, number one, aren't you supposed to be fasting? No, I'm not fasting in this short. I, it's the first day of Ramadan. In the beginning, I'm you eating. You didn't fast. Yeah, yeah. But then you're like, uh, fasting is important. Everyone should fast. I'm going to fast. Well, and then, and then he's like, "You want to go not fast?" And you're like, "Yeah, let's go fuck fasting." Yeah, but and I, then he also is no, supposed no, to be no, fasting. No. Here's and then two the end, reasons. You're like, I'm not going to fast. First of all, if I've already eaten the egg rolls, I'm uh, not fasting. Oh, I but I was under when I was watching it. I'm just saying when I was watching, it, I was yeah. under the impression that you fucked up and ate egg rolls. Yeah. but then you were going to start fasting. Um, That's what the impression I got. <laughs> um, so when you're like, "You want to go fa- fast?" and you're like, "Yeah," I was like, "What?" That wasn't my intention. For this character, because uh-huh. I I myself and off am often sometimes conflicted about fasting, and I you know it's not like I'm always just like I'm fasting every day for Ramadan. Like I have, you know, sometimes stuff comes up and I just can't, or I'm just struggling with my faith that day, or whatever it is. But um, also at the end, when we're going to eat Chinese food, the sun has set. So oh, you could eat after the sun has set. Yeah, I thought that might be the case. Yeah, yeah. So even if I had been fasting in this, you were allowed to eat then. I could have eaten then anyway. Okay. Now and then the other thing is mm-hmm. the other issue I had, and these are just I thought. By the way, I thought it was a very good short film, and these are just minor grievances. Okay, I love it. And the other issue I had was you're like you want to go back and play Zelda, kind of like you could just go back and do whatever you want, but you're you live with your girlfriend, the one that you texted about. Uh, posting the Instagram picture. So, like, you're just going to go back and play Zelda with your live-in girlfriend like it's nothing? We don't live together. Didn't you say in the film that you live with your girlfriend? Um, no. I think there was a point where you go, I'm with this girl. We've been together a year. We live together, and she's never posted an Instagram picture. I could be wrong. I oh. thought you said that. I thought you said we live together. I don't know. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go back and play Zelda almost as if, like, yeah, it's not <laughs> a big deal. But then that makes me think, well, what's going to happen with the girlfriend when you go home? Interesting. In my mind, I don't live with her in this narrative, but maybe I said... Maybe you didn't say Maybe I put that in my head and in my mind. I don't know. But I thought you said that in the car to... Uh, maybe uh, I did. To, uh, what's his name? To Fabian. To Fabian, I thought you said, when you were telling him about the situation, I thought you said you lived with her. Uh, maybe I did. In which case, I would imagine there's some sort of man cave situation, right? Or you're going, or, or I we're going to his place. You're going to his place, but that, but for some reason, you were the alpha in the scenario, and I didn't imagine you going to his place, even though it wasn't said which place you were going to. Mm, you thought I was the alpha. Yeah, I, I thought between you two, you came across as the dominant friend in the the place where you'd go, even though it was never said explicitly mm. in my head. Interesting. I I kind of wrote him as dominant though, because he's like defending me, and like. Taking offense. You know why I think me. I pictured you as a dominant man? Why? Because you were drive. You were the one driving. Uh, yeah, interesting. Psychological warfare. Yeah, if he dro- was in the driver's seat, he could have been the alpha. <laughs> cool. This was yeah. fun. It's I not like- over. It's not over. Oh, ask me more questions. <laughs> this is my ego is so just. I'm floating around. 
In a bad way? No, in a good way. Okay, okay. It was a very good short film. I think you should all watch it. What's it called? Sorry I Asked. Sorry I Asked. It's on your Instagram page. Yeah, it's on my YouTube page. And his YouTube page. Yeah. Um, really good. A lot of good cameos in it. Uh, Jerron Horton. Jerron, yeah. It was fun to see. Fabian. Yeah. Fabian fun killed to see. it. And Henry Phillips Henry. was fun to see. The rest yeah. were all great. I just didn't know who they were, but those were the ones I recognized. There's a comedian who was in the um, the ablutions room when we're, we're washing before the prayer. Who's that? Ali Malik. He's uh, he I've had, heard of him. I had met him on set actually. He responded to a Craigslist ad and came. Oh and sweet! He, he was a comic, and yeah. uh, that's where we met. But he was great. Ali Malik. Ali. 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 Cool. Um, do you have any issues in your life that I could help you with? Mm. Therapy, if you would. Any problems? You got to have something. Everyone's got problems. I'm trying – you know, our, our whole – since the shift in perspective, since the new normal, and the new normal, it hits different, you know? Like I feel like all this shit I was really concerned about back in the day, I'm not – the the thing that's been I, – I was – a person, a friend, reached out about how uh, she didn't. She, it seemed like I wasn't social distancing. She was mad at you. Yeah. But why did it seem like you weren't social distancing? Because I haven't seen anything. Well, she text messaged me, um, and I I respond. She was like, "Oh, you're the you beat COVID. Like, congrats." Oh, got it. Okay. And I was like, "Yeah, there's still a slight chance I might be contagious, so I have to be very careful." Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I see you hanging out with people on your Instagram. And then I was like, well, I only I only hang out with people a, either A, who have had the virus uh-huh. before, or B, like I'm socially distancing from. Yeah. And they know everything that I've gone through and how – like the time frame of everything. Yeah. And also at this point, I've quarantined way longer than the – recommended amount for sure and, for, for and contagion. you have the antibodies and I have the antibodies yeah. yeah um and then she got on my case about it about saying that I was being very careful she goes you're not being very careful you're not being very careful she was like you shouldn't have said you're being very careful and I I just kind of was like well, I don't know. It's just a phrase that I used. I mean, I was quarantined for like 40 days. Yeah. So I feel like I was very careful. Yeah. You know, even though doctors were even telling me I didn't have to do that. Yeah. I continued to do it. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just hanging out with like a select few people. Uh-huh. I'm there. The chances that I'm contagious are like, I, I don't even. Very slim. Yeah. 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 Very, very slim. So then, so then she's, I'm, I'm kind of explaining all this. And then she's like, well, you're, you're, maybe I'm just jealous because I'm stuck inside and we're all stuck inside. That's how she framed it. We're all stuck inside and you're out there having a great time. And like, I haven't even seen a friend or not. And she said, I don't even know a friend who hasn't spoke, who, who has spoken to someone, um, besides, you know, with a piece of glass between them. And I'm like, I, I don't, it's hard to like explain, be like, okay, that's extreme. Like if you're, if you haven't even been around somebody at all, yeah. Even observing the you six feet, she hasn't gone to the grocery store. She has no roommates or family that she yeah. can quarantine with. And but she's also immunocompromised, so I think she has to be extra careful. Got it. So I think what kind of happened was perhaps some sort of jealousy or Sounds like resentment. It. Yeah, and yeah. So she even admitted that. Yeah, she, she admitted that. Yeah. Um, and what's the uh, 
What are you asking right now? Should you drop her as a friend? Yes. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think we'll eventually be cool, but... Oh, you're literally now, like, at a weird tiff with her? Um, we just... The conversation just kind of, like, ended. But the fact that she said to you, I don't know, maybe I'm jealous, blah, 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 to me is her saying, I'm not out of you. It's fine. I overreacted. It kind of, yeah, it kind of, it ended on it on, and I, and I just said like, you know, I'm sorry, you're immunocompromised. I'm sorry, you're going through this. I was like, to be honest, if you're, if you're hanging out with someone, you're both wearing masks and you're both six feet apart. Like, I think that's safe. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, you know, if you need to hang out with someone, like do it. If it's going to, if you're going crazy. But again, if you're immunocompromised, yeah. yeah, if you're immunocompromised, I might say probably just better not to hang out with someone. Skype them. Yeah, like I've gone through this process now of having COVID, recovering, going through the whole awful like feelings of it. That now I'm at a place where I'm doing better. Mm -hmm. I'm spending time with people, and I think people are going to start getting jealous of me. Good. That's what you want. But how do you deal with that? You don't. If they're jealous of you, that's their issue, not your issue. But if you're posting of like, like first off, you don't need to post. But I, but if I want to post, why would I not post? I'm not saying don't post. But if you're if you're concerned, if if you don't like someone getting jealous of you, you don't need to post. But also, if you do post and they get jealous of you, that's not your issue. That's their issue of getting jealous. You don't need to pay any attention to that. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard. To, I know it's hard to ignore when someone's mad at you. And I'm not saying ignore people, but you also don't need to reach out to people. Hey, you're not mad at me. You know, like that's if someone reaches out to you, you can still have a conversation with them about it. But I doubt, it's not like anyone's going to reach out to you and go, I'm mad at you. I mean, this girl did, but most people are not going to do that. Right. Even if they think it, they're not going to do it. I mean, people have been reaching out to me to to help them with things. This one girl sure. asked me to help her. And that's a good problem. That's serve a good uh, legal documents to her old landlord. She was like, "Can you go serve this guy?" Like to sue them? Yeah. Did you do it? I don't know if I'm going to. I'll do it with you. I'll tell that her. Sounds fine. You want to split the money? Oh, no, I mean, you don't need to tell her. I was I would just go with you. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't care about the money. But yeah, if I'm there, sure, I'll split the money. I don't know. I've never but it's served. not going to be a lot of money. What does that pay? 150 bucks? No, like nothing. Yeah, it's not. My yeah. mom asked me to serve someone once and I didn't do it, but not. I would have done it with someone else. I didn't want to do it alone, not because of social distancing, but because it's just kind of so negative. Yeah. Like, hey, you're being sued. That didn't, I didn't kind of, and then they're going to get upset and some, Ooh. there's so much negative energy that's associated with serving someone. That's why I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But I think if we did it together, it could be kind of fun. But by, serving someone by yourself to me is too negative. Dude, That's it, why I don't yeah, that, that energy because like it's almost like you know you're you're a parking person giving a ticket. It's very similar, which to is that. like you hate those people. Like they're not going to respond. Oh, thank you, thanks for letting me. You know, they're going to be like, what the? You know, you're yeah. gonna, they're going to shoot the messenger in this case, or the, me, with right? A you're gun. the messenger. Yeah, yeah, with a gun. So that's why I didn't want to do it, but I would do it with you. I think it'd be fun to do. With you, a would friend. you bring your gun? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Maybe a small handgun, but not my shotgun. Oh, but you would bring a no, gun. No, I, I wouldn't. Get, I would carry a knife on me, but I always carry a knife on me. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. people are doing that now. Um, I've noticed. Well, it's just like... What's up with these you knives? Just, you never know when you need to use it. Have you used it? No, luckily. Right. And I hope I never do. That's the antibodies. But when I when I need to, I'm ready and I am a trained knifesman.
Interesting. Any other issues you want to talk about besides that? I feel like I helped you through that. That was nice. Um, I feel like I couldn't have given, like, no one could give better advice than the advice I just gave in regards <laughs> to that issue. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, that's it. That's it. Do you awesome. have anything you want me to tell you about? Uh, like advice yeah. stuff? I thought you had I a mean, girlfriend. No, I did um, a while ago, but she ended up being a little bit bipolar. We had to break up, unfortunately. Uh, I broke up with her, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what happened was... Um, you know, well, we moved too fast, which there was a red flag in our relationship that I think I told you about where she said, I love you to me after the third date. Yeah. And obviously that's not a smart thing to say to someone, but I didn't hold it against her because I have felt that way about someone before. Mm-hmm. I've loved them. I fall in love very fast and I did feel that way about her. Mm-hmm. So I understand her having that feeling. I just personally would hold that feeling in a much more appropriate amount of time because it's not like... She's not a smart person, a smart thing to say to someone so early on. Yeah, yeah. But so even though it's not smart, when she said it, I was like, I said it back because I didn't want her to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hold it against her because I'm like, okay, she's a little younger than me. And she had that emotion and she expressed it. I'm not going to hold it against her. I was like, but it is a red flag, right? So we're in bed one night and it's four in the morning. We're asleep. Everything, I thought it was normal. She was sleeping in my bed. Four in the morning, she wakes up. And she says, I don't know if I ever loved you. And I'm like, what? I'm like half asleep. Yeah. What are, what are you talking about? She goes, I don't love you. <laughs> what? Why? And I go, yeah. Uh, why? why? Do you want to talk about it? And she goes, no, I'm, uh, I'm going to go. And she leaves. Just something. Did you trigger her? And I didn't know. I had literally had no idea. It was mid sleep and yeah. we were cuddling and everything was fine. And she gets up and says, I don't love you and leaves. I go to Hawaii the next day for a show. Great place to be post break, post that happening. You went with, yeah. Yeah, I went with Theo. So we're in Maui on the beach. Did a theater show. It was incredible, right? Great place to recover from. Even though it was a short relationship, we were only together a few weeks. Yeah. But still, I was kind of torn up about it a little bit. Of course. So a great place to be torn up about it. Dude, people in Hawaii, they don't die. They, they go just, into the ocean. They just go. <laughs> their, their spirit lives on in the waves. Oh, God. Shred. So I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. Having a pretty good time. Like the best place I could be at that moment, I felt like, for the, what I was going through. And, of course, she calls me mm-hmm. and says, I'm so sorry I overreacted. I was mad at you because I had heard you talking about an ex-girlfriend on, a, on your podcast and I was resentful and I kind of exploded at you in the middle of the night. But I decided to not get back together because I thought it was so crazy how she handled it and so mean too. I thought it was crazy and also like the way she handled it was so hurtful to me yeah. out of nowhere that I was like, I don't want to be with someone that's capable of being that mean to someone else. Hmm. For especially because I didn't do anything, right? Totally. I talked about an ex girlfriend on a podcast. Yeah, not a big deal. She was irrational. Irrational. So I decided to end the relationship right there. And when you said she was bipolar, is that your diagnosis? That's my diagnosis of all that. And then, and then to further my diagnosis. So you'd think if I said if that all happened, 
She calls to apologize and say she overreacted she'd like to get back together. And I was very, I never said anything to me. And I go, honestly, um, what you did really hurt my feelings. I said, I was pretty torn up about it. You didn't explain yourself. You didn't explain this at all when you were mad. You just said, I don't love you. And you left and didn't, and then didn't talk to me for two days. Hmm. And I said, because that, I don't want to get back together because I don't want to be with someone who's capable of treating me that way. Right. I said pretty much exactly like that. I don't remember exactly That's what pretty I said, good. but it was respectful. I was nice all the time. So you'd think she'd go, I, I understand maybe if you change your mind or maybe she could say, I please reconsider, you know, whatever it is, you think that's how she'd react. But her response was, okay, well, fuck you. I hate you. I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. You suck. All this. She went off on me. That was her yeah. response to right. that. So I was like, well, I made the right decision. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds unstable. Yeah. Unstable. You think so, you're attracted to unstable women? I think I'm attracted to all sorts of women. Unstable are included in that. I'm wearing, it looks like a diaper. <laughs> it looks like a, a Muslim face mask. See that you can't say that. Why? What's a Muslim face mask? That doesn't, you mean like a kufi, like what you wear on your head? Where was it made? Is there a tag on it? Um, if it's Iran, then I win. I think this was made in China. I win. That's not Iran. Pretty close. Uh, yeah, you got you got a lot to learn, man. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm attracted to unstable women and stable women. Yeah, you th I, I mean, so you know, it's I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm specifically attracted to unstable women. I'm attracted to hot women, and I think a lot of hot women in Los Angeles are unstable. Mm. And that might be a cliche thing to say, but it's just what I've experienced. I I would be unstable if I was a hot woman in Los Angeles. Yeah. If I, especially if I was pursuing a career as a hot woman. She wasn't. She was not in the biz. Mm. But, which is one of the things I initially liked about her a lot. But. Yeah. What was, what was she in the business of? Uh, she was kind of figuring that out. She worked for a web design firm at the time that I dated her, or she might still work Fort, there. Yeah, 4chan? Not, I don't believe 4chan is a web design firm. Okay. Um, I wonder how many yeah. red flags there were. That you just ignored because she was really beautiful. I think that was a big one. She said, I love you really fast and moved. We moved really fast. Yeah. That was the big red flag. But no, that was we. That was the thing. We hadn't been in a single fight. There was no, we were really into each other. We fell asleep in each other's arms. Mm. So it came so out of left field to me. But, oh, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. This was, this was a while ago. I'm over it. Yeah. It I sounds like tell. I'm bringing this up as a current. I'm I'm over her. Uh, I wish her the best, and um, hopefully I find love again. Yeah, she's not listening. She hates you. <laughs> she oh, she blocked me on everything. Of course, her her last words were "fuck you," "I hate you," "I never want to talk to you again," and then she blocked me on everything. Reblocked me on everything. She blocked me when she walked out that night. Unblocked me to ask for me to get back together, and then when I didn't want to get back together, "fuck you," "I hate you," reblocked me on everything. <sighs> Ugh. But it honestly, it was so crazy <laughs> that it helped me get over it really quickly. Right. Because yeah. I was like, well, I made the right move there. Yeah. And it confirmed it. And I was like barely heartbroken because of it. I was like, well, she was crazy. Right. So it was kind of good that she went so crazy in a sense for me. It was good for my, my emotions. Do you have like a, do you have like interesting, like evil ego, like where you're like, 
well, at least at least I had sex with a beautiful woman. No, mm -mm. I mean, like, sure, that was nice doing it, but I wasn't not. It wasn't in worth ego it. Way. It wasn't worth it. Well, I would. It's not that it wasn't worth it. It's just I'm not looking for a bunch of random sex. I'm looking for my soulmate and yeah. for my life partner. Yeah. And you know, on one hand, you could say it's good that I found out that that wasn't her, mm. so it wasn't for nothing. And we didn't, and I did enjoy our most of our time together. Mm. But on the other hand, sad that it wasn't her, and I hope I find that person. I, I think that person's too. you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, dude. Thanks, really appreciate it. All right. Anything? Oh, do you want to plug anything? I got nothing. Uh, I just want to say, if you're still listening, to. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and yep. subscribe either there or on YouTube as well. Subscribe, write a comment below, just contribute, share it with someone else, follow us on social media. It really, it's, these are dumb things, but this show does cost me a little bit of money and I put a lot of work into it and those little things just kind of give me the motivation <coughs> to keep doing it. You and, made it weird. go a long way. On all social platforms. Right? Just what you can, whatever you're active on. So if you're listening on iTunes, maybe leave a review. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed, leave a comment, share it with – and on both cases, maybe share this podcast with a friend. Dude, it's so funny to me to imagine someone's still listening. Someone probably is because <laughs> like, they just have it on in the background. What a loser. No, they're not losers. It, they're, they're, this is was an entertaining conversation. Right, but it's well past comedians. the point of like – Come on, just stop. No, stop. Don't <laughs> listen to Ahmed. Don't stop. You're so, you know. Not uh, not them, but us. Like, oh, yeah, we should have stopped. Well, yeah. yeah, we're all losers in this situation, not just the listener. Yeah, I don't know why we're continuing to make you listen to us right now. Like, yeah, at, well, this, point, at this point, we're a little bit of assholes. Also, if I'm listening at this point, I'm like, well, I got to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's getting good, finally. Go? <laughs> How much longer can we push it? And it's hot in here. That's what they don't realize. Literally, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't. You think, oh, they just go in and hit record for an hour and that's it. I edit it. I do multi-cam editing. I'm glistening with sweat. Both of us are right now yeah. in the heat. I'm with a man with coronavirus. I'm paying for the studio time. A lot goes into this that you, may, you might not think about. And I don't want to – I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm just trying to say I'm a struggling – 30-year-old man, I have, I'd like to be doing better, and, and you could help me. You out there listening could help me be doing better if you just, you know, do a little thing for me. It doesn't cost you any money. Just share it. Just share this on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or text it to someone. Yeah. Just do that. You like it. They might not like it, but they might like it. Just yeah. do that. Do that for me. Do that for Ahmed. It's yeah. not asking that. It's not that crazy of an ask. I'm not asking you to donate to a Patreon. I'm not asking for that. No, no, no. You know what? And we're in a different era of, of life right now where stand-up comedy doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no money coming in, really. I'm, I'm not asking for money. He's not asking for money. I'm not. I'm just asking for you to follow me and share me. Watch my the watch the video called Drem Guy. D-R-E-M-G-U-I. Drem Guy. It's good. It'll make you attracted to Ahmed. It might make you attracted to me. Yeah. Which I would love. Because most of you are watching this or listening and aren't at all. But I'm telling you how you could be attracted to Ahama. Yeah, with this one video. Yeah. Okay, okay, we pushed it far enough. Okay.
What are you going to do after this? Uh, you want to go to the beach? No. How come? What do you mean? Let's I go to the beach. No, it's too far. What do you mean? I'll drive. I'm going to go home, actually. I'm going to shower because I just... Just I, jump in the ocean instead. God's shower. Uh, no, I can't. Oh, you don't believe in God? It's not that. I just don't want to go to the beach. Why? I don't feel like the. it's not a clean feeling to jump, jump in, in the, the ocean. Yeah, it is. Salt water going across your skin. It's very clean. I need to shower after that. Sure. I agree. But yeah. it'll at least... It's a good pre-shower. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go okay. to the beach. Uh, yeah. Don't let's, just say it. Let's actually go. Just let the viewer or listeners think that we did it. They know. They know. It. They, we know you don't want to go with me. I do. Would you, if I had tits, would you go with me? No. Was, and you could see me in a bikini. If it was just you with tits. No, like <laughs> I was a hot girl with tits. Would you then go with me to the beach so you could? That's get a, a funny trick question to like get your friend on. Be like, if I had tits, would you go? They're like, fuck yeah. You're like, ew. <laughs> Just me with tits? Yeah, would you go? If I was a hot girl in a bikini, then would you go to the beach with me? If you're in a bikini now? In the no, pot? I'd put on the bikini for the beach. Uh, no. Good answer. Smart political. <laughs> it's not political. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Unlicensed, Unlicensed. Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.